0: Greetings to all. I hope you are having a wonderful week. This is Francis Wessel welcoming you to the Cornerstone podcast presented by Global Grace Ministries. This is the third episode in the Emotional Health series. Our theme today is Seeking Health Through Spiritual Maturity. In the past episodes, we learned that God's will for us is that we live full lives or abundant lives. We talked about the three parts of every human being and how they are composed, and we learned that our souls experience emotions and feelings to deal with the circumstances of life. If our souls are healthy, those emotions work correctly and help us enjoy our lives. But if our souls are not healthy, those same emotions can lead us to suffer injuries, traumas, addictions, and cause us to hurt other people. Now that we understand all that, we are ready to unpack the emotional healing process. But before we keep going, I got to tell you that despite being able to reach a level of emotional health here on Earth, once achieved, unfortunately, is not something that we can maintain without effort or in it entirely. We live in a broken world and our souls are constantly exposed to pain. The hope we have is that the healthier we are, the easier it is for us to heal our wounds and the devil has more difficulty making us fall into temptation, therefore we can enjoy our lives to the fullest. It is also important to understand that the bigger our hurts, the more difficult the healing process is. However. This process is worth it. God is with us and he walks with us every step we take. Having said all that, I'm going to tell you the same thing that I say to the people who I counsel. The first step we need to take towards physical or emotional healing is forgiveness. Mark eleven twenty five tells us, and when you are praying, if you have something against someone, forgive him so that your Father who is in heaven may also forgive your sins. Servants of God, if there is any resentment or lack of forgiveness in your heart, you are a prisoner of those feelings. By the way, I just learned that the word unforgiveness does not exist in the English dictionary. We use unforgiveness so much that I may use it without even noticing. If I do, please excuse me. But coming back to our subject, I know that to forgive is not easy, but if there is any resentment in your heart, that resentment is binding you. Our lack of forgiveness brings neither more guilt nor greater consequences to the person or the people who have hurt us. In addition to that, it does not absolve those people from their guilt. In reality, the only one who benefits from our unforgiveness is the devil. For he knows that as long as we are holding that pain, the pain of resentment, as long as we do not forgive, we cannot be free from that pain. That is why my beloved brother is that Christ asks us to forgive 70 times 7 every day, whoever offends us. So make the decision to forgive all offenses. From experience, I tell you that once we decide to forgive, God gives us the strength to do it. Forgiveness is the first step we all have to take to find freedom. Once we forgive my family, the shortest route to emotional healing is spiritual maturity. Just as we cannot be saved without Christ, we cannot be emotionally healthy if we are spiritually immature. Why am I telling you this? I'm doing it because the more spiritually mature we are, the more we resemble Christ. And the more we look and act like Christ, the less possibility there is that the world, the devil, or sin will break us. Spiritual maturity is also the only way to keep our souls healthy. You cannot imagine how many people I have prayed for to be free from addictions. And in most cases, the Holy Spirit breaks the chains of addiction. The chains that kept the people tied to tobacco, pornography, or alcohol are broken But if these people do not have a good spiritual foundation, despite not being tied to that addiction anymore, they fall back into their vice and cannot maintain their freedom. Therefore, our goal in this search for healing is our maturity. Our goal is to be more like Christ as time goes by. Now, the question is, how do we mature spiritually? We do it, among other things, through relationships. We mature through our relationship with God and our relationship with other people. Think about it. Adam and Eve, before they sinned, were completely healthy. Their spirits, their souls, and their bodies were intact. And they enjoyed communion with God. And they also had a suitable relationship with one another. The first result of their sin was that they no longer had communion with God, and out of fear, they hid from God. And later on, Adam threw his wife under the bus, blaming her for his sin. John 5.5 5 tells us, I am the vine and you are the branches. He who remains in me and I in him bears much fruit. Because apart from me, you cannot do nothing. Children of God, separated from Christ, we can do nothing. Every believer has to do his best to develop a strong relationship with Jesus Christ. And we develop that relationship with Christ the same way that we develop every other relationship in our lives. We have to spend time with Him. Please do not confuse going to church with spending time with Christ. As believers, we go to church for an opportunity to praise God with other people. We go to church to learn through preachings to share with our family in Christ, and to serve that family if we work in our churches. But if the only time we dedicate to Christ is the time we spend in church, we do not really know Him, and our relationship with Him is distant. That kind of relationship is the relationship one can have with a boss or a teacher at school. We know these people and we may see them every day, but we are not intimate with them. They are our acquaintances. But they are not our friends. Christ does not want to be your acquaintance. He wants to be your friend and your Lord. To develop a relationship with Christ, we are going to have to spend time with Him in prayer, not giving Him a list of our needs, but talking to Him. We also have to develop the discipline to read the Bible, because that is the only way to get to know Him. We cannot develop a relationship with Christ by accident, by religious motivation, or by obligation. A relationship with Christ has to be intentional. Now, in addition to establishing a relationship with Christ, our maturity also requires relationships with other people. God, in His wisdom, uses others to mature us. Proverbs 27:17 tells us, Iron is sharpened with iron, and men with dealing with other men. God brings people into our lives to help us grow. No one can mature alone. Some people are beautiful and help us grow gracefully. These people can be our parents, our pastors, our mentors, or our mature friends in the faith. Nevertheless, not all the relationships that God allows in our lives are easy. Sometimes the people who teach us the greatest lessons are the people who cause us difficulty let me give you an example of what i'm talking about some time ago god began to work with my life on the need that i had to develop prudence in that season of my life i have been praying for wisdom and the holy spirit asked me to grow in prudence at first i did not understand what he was saying to me until i read in the bible that wisdom and prudence go hand in hand wisdom comes from god the Bible tells us that if we need wisdom, that we ask for it and he will give it to us in abundance. But prudence is something different. It is something that we have to develop. God brought into my life a person who sincerely made my life impossible. She was a person who would touch all the buttons I had, if you know what I mean. She made me angry almost daily. Every time that that person talked to me, I ended up angry. Believe me, I was sure that she had been sent to my life by the devil himself. And I asked God over and over to remove her from my life without knowing that it was an opportunity that God was sending to me to grow. He wanted me to mature. It was not until God dealt with my heart. That I understood the opportunity to develop prudence that God had brought to my life through this person. Her iron sharpened my iron. Even though she was difficult to deal with, now I thank her for the lesson. If you are in a similar situation and God is using a person to deal with certain areas of your life, my advice to you is to surrender to the Holy Spirit and learn the lesson as quickly as possible. If you are blessed and have good pastors, mentors, or friends who are constantly helping you to grow, please appreciate them and pray for them. God is using them to help you mature. And as we said, spiritual maturity is the foundation for emotional health. None of us is an island. God formed us with the need to be connected, connected with Him and connected with other people. So the only way to mature is to establish a true relationship with Christ and with other people. Galatians 6.2 tells us to share each other's burdens, and thus you will fulfill the law of Christ. People not only help us by sharpening us, they also help us carrying our burdens. God has called us to carry one another's burdens. Every time we help a person and every time a person helps us, we are fulfilling the law of Christ. My advice to you is to do what Paul did. He was connected to God and he was connected to other people. He always took the time to train others. Every believer has to have this. We have to have a Paul, someone to mentor us, to help us, to make us grow an iron that will sharpen our iron. And we also have to have a Timothy, people we are helping grow, people to whom we are being examples. In order to grow, we need some people to help us sharpening us and we also need to sharpen other people. I am so glad I got to share this little bit of knowledge with you. I'm gonna stop right here and continue with the subject next week. Thank you so much for the time you gave me today. For more information about our ministry, please visit us at globalgraceministries.com. We are constantly adding resources to our website. So if you have not visited in a while, please do so. And hopefully our blog, our questions and answers sections, or our previous podcasts will bless you. If you have questions or comments regarding our podcast or our ministry, please write us at info at globalgraceministries.com. I hope you have a wonderful rest of the week.